This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's about... You gotta put it in perspective. All the preparations have been made. Awaiting your command. So is it time? No. Not yet. Almost. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V-I-G! Crowd, ah! I gotta warn you. This is a warning. Warning alert. There's a techno at the, at the beginning. What? Never mind the techno. Wait till the song gets started. Then you'll get into it because it's a good song. I don't know why people have to stick techno in their songs. Don't like techno. She blinded me with science. She blinded me with science. I'll be the judge of that. And now. Um, hi, Kevin. Um, uh, hi, my name is... <laughs> What did you do? Our feature presentation. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you know, there's nothing I I hate more than the sound of little children's voices. You know mm-hmm. that it's the, it's hell on earth. But that was really funny. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that. Yeah, she's adorable. Kids are cute, Bean. You should you should come around on that a little bit. I don't know if you uh, need to have straight hate. No, I don't. Look, I, I don't hate. Uh, I don't hate children. I really okay. don't. I'm. I, they're in fact they're essential because. <laughs> I'm not talking about scientifically. <laughs> no, I'm saying because we're the point we the <laughs> human race dies out in a hundred right. years. I'm not talking about biologically. I'm saying they're cute. Um, I, I I'm fine with kids existing. I'm, I okay. will allow it. Oh, that's I, nice. Ooh. I just don't need interaction with them. Right, and that's they don't all. need interaction with you, so that's probably best. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's I think it's uh, I think it's uh, we're at a good balance right now. Okay. <laughs> Which is I don't have them and they don't have me. It's like the Grinch. Right? That's true. It used to be a lot harsher. I hate kids. I never said I hated kids. That's how you you said that for 15 years. That's how you characterized it. Oh, it was just me. No, no. And I every time I always say no, I I don't hate kids. I just don't want anything to do with them. Kids are stupid. Well, that guy's right, too. All right, listen, we have a limited uh, time here because uh, because that cranberry song is too long. So here's what I'm gonna ask you guys. Um I know the answer for Kevin, and it's Rage Against the Machine. But let me ask Jensen and Allie, who is the band that you were most broken up about when they broke up? That just that destroyed your heart that they broke up, and you were so sad because they were so great, and you can't believe they didn't stay together. I have a second-place one, but go ahead, Allie. Maybe Oasis. Oasis is at the top of a lot of people's yeah. list. That was a that was a tough one because it's a you know it's a twofer. You love their music and then they're brothers and they hate each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oasis uh, is a good one. My rap answer uh, is third base. 
Okay. It's a group from the from the eighties and early nineties that did Pop Goes the Weasel and the anyway Goes the Weasel Goes Pop. That one that was a tough one for me. Okay, and but, was there before you move on? Was there a chance at some point that they might get back together, but they never did? Like they never reformed or absolutely. anything? Absolutely, they did the Bad Woodstock, and then they <laughs> like a, we were at the Bad Woodstock, and it was <laughs> horrible. I know. And then a couple of years ago, they did a show in Brooklyn. Um, that they it was like a club show, and then there were rumors they're going to do more, and they didn't. Oh, but I've never seen them live, so that's rough for me. Yeah. But I mean, I, it's not really a breakup. But the Nirvana one hit me the hardest that they wouldn't have any new music from that. Yeah, show. sure. Yeah. That those are my two. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. that's legit. Well, I have uh, there are a few there are a few in my uh, in my lifetime. Um, Led Zeppelin would be one mm-hmm. that was devastating to me because I felt like they could have gotten another drummer, but the rest of the guys in the band they said it's not Led Zeppelin without John Bonham, and we're not going on. It's the four of us, and that's the magic, right? And I have to respect that decision, but that one hurt me a lot. And um, ABBA was another one. Mm-hmm. ABBA hurt me, okay, because they were so great. Right <laughs> now, I have a third to add to the list, you guys. No. And we are listening to Witch Rot right now. I thought you were summonsing a spirit. <laughs> right? <laughs> we, are, we are listening to Witch Rot right now. And I didn't know about him until about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> but now you're broken up. And I am devastated. <laughs> right. Beyond words. Yeah. Witch Rot is a band out of Toronto. Chip, I can tell you're already loving them. I was hoping for Hate Beak, but I'm in on this. Yeah, this is very Hate Beak-like. This is their song on SoundCloud called uh, Druid Smoke Part 1. Oh. Oh. They, they, um, they've broken up, you guys. There's no more rich, Witch Rot, and I'm going to tell you why <laughs> after we enjoy a little of the singing that goes along with this beautiful music. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you are enjoying Witch Rot on K-Rock. Are we enjoying it? Yes, yes we are. <laughs> okay. Wait till you hear why they broke up. Here we go. Maybe the last, the last thing they ever do, you guys. This is it because they didn't know how to mix their songs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the production is she, is she in a tunnel? What the hell? I don't know. She's in the same city. We can't get the singer any louder. All right, let's break up. <laughs> By the way, on SoundCloud, they also have a Druid Smoke Part Two. Sure. Oh. They have Devil's nice. Dirt. Oh, Devil's Dirt's my favorite. And Crypt Reaper. Crypt oh, Reaper. Oh. Crypt Reaper. That was my, my dad's high school nickname. By the way, Crypt Reaper is uh, 11 minutes and 19 seconds. Just oh, the perfect amount of time. So here's what happened to Witch Rot, and this was, uh, it must, the, their fan must have taken this very hard when this was announced on Facebook. <laughs> the just Witch yesterday. Rot heads? The Witch Rot heads, right. <laughs> Due to the unfortunate reality of our guitarist effing my girlfriend of almost <laughs> seven years. Oh, man. Oh, no. Witch Rot will be taking an extended hiatus. I, however, will continue the band in another space and time being ripe with hate. The music is slowly flowing and without a doubt will become the most devastating, torturous music I have ever created. Well, Again? Because that I mean, was sounded, way too cheery. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> They're going to get heavy on the next record, you guys. <laughs> right, sure. Thanks for the support. Stay heavy, Peter. Also, our drummer died. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> P.S.? Yes. What? Yes. Yeah, there should be more than an also leading up to that part. That is, that is. Or buried the drummer. That oh. is the, uh, that's the second reason why they're breaking up. You know, we might have stayed together with the drummer gone, 
But this thing with my girlfriend, that will not stand. Now witch rot is over, you guys. It's almost like he Whoa. forgot about the drummer dying until just at the so end. He's like, oh, by the way, also a drummer Witch died. rot's most popular performance on YouTube is at the Bovine Sex Club in Toronto. <laughs> Imagine being in a sex club and witch rot playing. <laughs> and it's called the Bovine. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, which Peter from the band, who I assume is the leader of the band, I guess, they the photo that goes along with it is apparently he has smashed his guitar into a million pieces and oh. it's in a it's in a sad dumpster almost covered by snow. So he's having a rough week there at Witch Rot. And not as bad as the drummer is. Right, sure. But uh, so along with uh, Rage Against the Machine and and Nirvana and Oasis, Mm -hmm. we have to add Witch Rot to the list. I'm sorry to say. A great band that that may never never perform together again. There's going to be a a gaping hole in K-Rock's absolute uh, almost acoustic Christmas (laughs) night, too. They were going to be the surprise guests. And if you could never say gaping hole again. (laughs) I would appreciate that as well. My dad's other high school nickname. (laughs) Come on now. (laughs) What's wrong with you? All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Beach show, shall we? Uh, (laughs) Eliza Schlesinger will be here? Oh, yeah. Like she does? Please, Eliza. Eliza, my bad. Yeah, hope she doesn't hear about witch rot when she gets up this morning. She'll be too unhappy. Foul mood when she gets here. Tiny little things that make you happy, which I think Allie may have the most of. Mm -hmm. A lot, Yeah. yeah. Hassan Minaj will join us today. Very excited about that. We have uh, Jensen Fallon on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this yesterday. It's uh, DJ Khaled. Yeah, DJ yeah. Khaled was an urban radio DJ, a local Florida DJ, and I found something beautiful. Mm, fantastic. Mm. And we've got your uh, tickets for the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas, now without witch rot. We've got your tickets <laughs> and Bud Light backstage passes as well in the 6 o'clock hour. So listen for that. We'll take a break. We'll come back with the uh, what's happening next. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. That means it's time for Alan McKay and what's happening on this Tuesday. I'd like to thank everyone that um, tagged me in the Staples Center post saying that Justin Timberlake has postponed his show at Staples Center asking me if I had tickets mm. because that's how life goes. Sure. I have tickets to something. They inevitably cancel. That I did does not happen more to you than most people. It does. It does. It does. I did not have tickets but, to tonight's show. But did he think you did? He might have thought I so did. So boom, cancel. <laughs> that could be it. He is still having those vocal cord issues. He has he has canceled. Well, he's postponed. He's actually has all the dates for next year for the cities that he's canceled. But this whole Man of the Woods concert show. It's just show after show. Wouldn't you at some point, and I think I said this, the last round of cancellations, just say, you know what? I'm going to take the rest of the year off. going to take the rest of the yes. year, yeah. fix things. I'll see you out there in February. Nope. Hmm. So, and, um, and a tour is an important part of an album's promotion. And I feel like that Man of the Woods album kind of came and went a little bit. Big time. Yeah, Man. compared to what the kind of success he usually has. So I'm sure this is really, I'm, I'm sure that's why he's working so hard to get back out there, too. The and tour is also how they make money. That's what I was going to say. In 2018, yeah. that's, the, that's the income. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we don't know yet um, when that show will be made up, but a lot of his shows are being made up in February. So look for that. So I apologize if you're just waking up, planning your outfit for tonight for right. JT. He will not be performing at the Staples Center. But they do have J.C. Chazé filling it. They do? Yes, he's filling the whole Staples Center. (laughs) That would be amazing. (laughs) 
Kevin loves the royal family. I do. He they're thinks the they're just they're normal, like things that we do, they do. Stars, they're just like us. <laughs> Everything is stupid about the royal family. Back Essentially. To you. Um, this comes from Us Weekly. Their royal scoop, they're saying, nothing to see here. Queen Elizabeth won't let the word pregnant be uttered in her presence. She deems the term insufferably vulgar. Hmm. Uh, wait, what? She won't let the word pregnant be said around her. So she, when she found out Kate Middleton was pregnant, that's when she made this rule. You will oh, not. Oh, oh, oh f- you. Is you will because, not say it. Is it because she just found out how people get pregnant and it grosses her out? Maybe. That has something to do with it. I mean, you love it. the Royals, Bean. Why would she say that? Uh, I think... I don't know. Oh. I don't know. If I had to guess, I think she is just... She's super old. Yes. And super set in the ways mm-hmm. of when she was coming up where mm-hmm. people, you know, people did not talk like that. People didn't so, say things like that. There are a lot of euphemisms. Like pregnant? Wind child. She's not saying sex. So you're saying there's lots of euphemisms, Bean. Mm-hmm. What would you, what would you deem an okay euphemism? Because there is one that she would like to no, use one instead. Like, it's funny if it's bun in the oven. Right? <laughs> Knocked up. <Yeah. laughs> With child. With Which, child, that was the first good. thing that came to my mind. Yeah, yeah. nope, that's not it. Nope, um, ready to pop. Nope, <laughs> I'm sure that was it. <laughs> Fat as hell. <laughs> Jeez, what is what was the euphemism? So she gave one that she would like it to be used according of, to okay. this royal scoop. Yes, that is less offensive than pregnant. Yes, which is insufferably vulgar. <laughs> she says it's unbelievable. <laughs> it really did. We say Look. do we say expecting? No, we didn't. No. All right, I'll throw expecting it. No, it is not. How about preggers? Preggers. <laughs> sure that's it. Oh, she's totes prego. That is what it is. Would the we guess The queen it? would like it to be totes prego. No, it is, uh, it is not condition, which a lot of people think, oh, she's in... She has a condition. Oh, she has a delicate condition, yes. I used to say. Yes. The phrase she would like to be used is, she's in a family way. Oh, yeah. That's old school. That's so old school. Oh, 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 you. It's very old school. Look, I'm not defending her because I'm not defending her. I'm not. She's the worst. She's not the worst. She's a lovely. Don't say pregnant in my presence. F you. She's a lovely lady. Pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. That's what I would do. (laughs) Oh, she's a lovely lady. She's a lovely lady. I'm not defending her. (laughs) Sorry, everybody was talking. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But. She should change with the times. She should recognize oh. that it is no longer 1948. Okay, right, right. I'm just saying, but she somehow seems stuck in that sort of protocol. Yeah, and that, you know that that she was raised in, mm-hmm. and she's just an old person who's quirky. I don't think it's a hateable quality. I just think it's she's a hateable old quality. Can you just say pregnant? Right, that's a hateable thing. That to is say. a hateable thing to say. It's insufferably vulgar. Yeah, Maybe she, that was it. Maybe it's those two words that she's insufferably like. Insufferably bold. You know what it is? It's just biology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So not totes prego. Not totes prego. But apparently she instituted the policy during Kate Middleton's first pregnancy. Okay. She had to feel good for Kate. You know, your first baby, you're super stoked on having you know, this life inside you. Imagine going to visit like your wife's family and right before you go to like Buffalo, you know, they go, listen, my mom hates <laughs> 
the word pregnant thinks it's uh, offensive. Can you not say it in front of her? <laughs> we're going to say that we're, uh, what is the word? In that a family way. We're in just, a family way. We're, we're going to announce that we're in a family way. I'd break up with her. <laughs> Un- absolutely. <laughs> Divorce. Yeah. Right? <laughs> The poor kid. I mean, that's kind of sad. But Bigger sign. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. I thought you'd enjoy that story, Kevin. Wow. And anytime Kevin can yell, I'm pregnant four times in a row, <laughs> I think it's been same, a good if morning. If I was in her presence, I would yell that, uh, okay. as that is a ridiculous thing to say. Agree. All right, you guys, some birthdays for you. Michael Vartan, Bill Nye, the science guy, Charlotte Copley. We like him. Props. Here we do. Props for getting his name <laughs> yep. right. Thank you. And Jaleel White. Circle. Or Stefan. Or Stefan. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Believe it or not, this is Christmas music related, but I did not see this. What? Allie sent it to me. Mm. There are a lot those of, of you that Those of you that don't know Bean well, uh, there's nothing. That you can say, hey, Bean, have you heard? Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> yes. I saw that three days ago. Nothing on any topic, let alone Christmas music. Well, yeah. I like to say music. topical. That was, one of, that was one of the first things I noticed working here. Is that right? I was like, what services he signed up for? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what you can't thing? surprise Bean with anything. I like to say uh, Christmas music is my uh, sure. is my passion, though. It's how I spend my uh, my spare time throughout the years. I work <laughs> on my Christmas music playlist. I I go and, and search the internet and look for Christmas songs I I that I like that I can add to my. Did you playlist. ever start the the podcast three hundred? Uh- Christmas music, three hundred and sixty-five days. No, a year. because you know it's tough to put uh, to put copyrighted oh, music copyright, in a podcast. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, Ali sent me this list, and this is uh, in not any particular order, but the uh, the editors and writers from the St. Louis Dispatch newspaper yeah, have Google put together alert. their list of Chris, of the worst Christmas songs that people love. Okay, in other words, these are that these are love. classic. These aren't okay. obscure Christmas songs for the most part. There are a couple that maybe not everyone's going to be familiar with, but mo- for the most part, these are classic songs that get played on the radio. That people love, but just as many people are aware people hate too. Now, was this before or after the new William Shatner album? <laughs> <laughs> I think this was before, Jetson. Okay. And I, I take some exceptions with this list because there are songs on this list that I adore. There are also songs that they are spot on that are terrible. But the worst Christmas song of all time is 12 Days of Christmas by anyone. And that's not even on this list. And that's horrible. That I is think. absurd. Mm-hmm. That's a terrible song that goes on for a billion years. It only years. lasts a billion years, though, in its defense. <laughs> and it couldn't be more ridiculous. <laughs> it is so, the row, row, row your boat of December. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I just thought we'd play some, some quick clips of some of these songs and see if you would put them in terrible songs or if they're Christmas songs that you don't mind hearing. Well, it sounds to me like this category is both. They're terrible songs that you like. This is the the editors of the St. Louis Dispatch, though. They say these are these are the songs they hate. Each one. Okay. All the reporters and editors nominated a song that they hate. Even Jim. Jim especially. <laughs> Jim hates everything. Does you he? Guys. Is yeah, that guy? Huh. Um, here's uh, here's the first one. And again, this was. I think this is going to be split right down the middle. I love this song, Kevin. I think you hate it. Okay. I mean, that's that's Paul McCartney. Yeah. And people are really split on this song. What do you think, Jensen? What do you think, Allie? On "Wonderful Christmas Time" by Paul McCartney? I go in the good pile. I agree. I love it when yeah. it comes on. I always enjoy it. Are we in a pile? Yeah, I'm making yeah. a pile. I'm okay. doing it. By the way, I'm sure this isn't true anymore in the age of streaming music, but if you go to the Wikipedia page for Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney, 
Last time it was updated, it said he made around $400,000 a year, every year, from that song. Wow. From that song of, alone? Yes, because of that song and the and the hundreds of cover versions of that song. I need to write a crappy version of a Christmas song. <laughs> here's, a, uh, here's another uh, classic Christmas song that's been around for 60 years. I love it. What do you guys think about Little Drummer Boy? Any thoughts on Little Drummer Boy? Uh, it's not a good song. It's yeah, not good. It's I a bad downer. pile. Yeah, it's a downer for me. Is it a downer? If you yeah. listen to the lyrics, it's about yeah. the little kid who goes to visit the baby Jesus and yeah. doesn't have any money. But to who listens gift? to the lyrics? You're just like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and he 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 didn't. Like people were busy with like frankincense and murder. That kid didn't show up. Also, not a good yeah. drummer. There's no good no. drumming in that song. Agree. <laughs> you know, I never realized that. All right, here's one you may not know. It's a country classic, though. Most recently done by uh, Alan Jackson. The original was done by John Denver, though. Here's how this one goes. How quick can I put it in the bad part? Right. What is this? Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. No, sir. <laughs> and then he said, I don't want to see my mommy cry. <laughs> yes. That's the best song ever. That is so good. That honestly is too real. <laughs> <laughs> Flashing you back to your childhood. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, we're going to run out of time on no, this. No, we're we, not. We, we may have to roll this over, you we guys. Can do that. Okay. We can keep going. Because I, I do. I, when uh, you did bring up Little Drummer Boy, I do want to bring the Justin Bieber Busta Rhymes version into the mix I'm as well. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, so maybe we do do this later. Okay. Also. Okay, go on. Really? They did one too? <gasps> yeah. All right, here's another all-time classic. You don't hear it as much as you used to, but it, 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 it was on the radio for decades and decades. Do you guys know uh, I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas? Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> Uh-huh. I sense that you couldn't hit the radio button fast no, enough if that cable had counted. I'm out. That is a 10-year-old Gayla Peavy from back in 1953, who I have followed her uh, career since. Of course oh, you have. My God. <laughs> and she is still alive. And in fact, from time to time, they fly her no. to various zoos around the world. I'm sorry, zoos? <laughs> yes. When they get a new hippopotamus, she's there for the unveiling of the hippopotamus to the public oh. because she's the I want a hippopotamus for Christmas lady. And she does her. the song even at an old age? Yes. Oh, yes, that same voice. Yeah. Oh. In that same voice. A little dress and like a lollipop. <laughs> so that's only uh, that's only four. That's a little less than half. Please. Should we take a break? And yes. Back and yes. Do some more? Uh, yes. yes, please. All yes. right, we'll be right back. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. All right, we're talking about a list in the St. Louis Dispatch newspaper where everybody who uh, contributes to the paper there contributed a song that they hate, a Christmas song that they hate that other people seem to really, really like. It's a very uh, divisive topic. There's some people who have no time for any kind of Christmas music. True. Some people like me like maybe too much of it. Uh, Daniel weighs in on the Kevin and Bean Twitter account at Kevin and Bean. Little Drummer Boy is my mom's favorite and was mine until I listened to Jensen get up on it, a punch up the jam a few months back, and now that song is kind of ruined for me. What's he talking about there, Jensen? When we had Demi Ajuibe in here for Punch Up the Jam uh, podcast, he told us the Little Drummer Boy, they had made it better, and then we played it, and it was just the Little Drummer Boy you know, but with a ton of drum solos. <laughs> <laughs> What's but, the version that you mentioned in the last segment as we were debating that song? Yeah, this is uh, Justin Bieber and Busta Rhymes doing Little Drummer Boy, and I think it's probably the worst Christmas song ever made.
I mean, I got to be honest. That's that's almost so bad it's good. It's, so, I mean, it's it is, almost that bad. In the video, he's very, very young. It was like young, young, young Bieber, oh. and then Buster Rhymes, who doesn't look like the Buster Rhymes you remember, is sort of just running around behind him. It's, it's very bad. It very doesn't bad. have a great Christmas feeling to it. No, no it doesn't. seems aggressive. Uh, by the way, if uh, K Rock were ever to play a version, the Joan Jett version is pretty awesome of yeah. Little Drummer Boy. All right, let's get back to the list. This again was nominated by a writer for the St. Louis Dispatch. I think this is going to be very controversial in the room. There are reasons. Why some people hate this song? What do you guys think about Big and Dade? Especially the part where Bono says, "What's the line?" Tonight, thank God it's them and not us, or whatever it is. But tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. Yes. Yeah. I thought you said, what do you think of Beg and Dave? Me I'm too. like, who's Beg and Dave? Band-Aid. I said Band-Aid. Uh, no, didn't sound you like didn't. it at all. Uh, either way, it's in my bad pile. <laughs> oh, I Same. love it. No, I, I love it. And, love. And there's, what do you think, Kevin? Oof. Do they think? Do they know it's Christmas? You won't listen to that when it comes out. No. Because a lot of people love it because they rem- they have fond memories of it coming out with the video and Boy George and George Michael and the police and everybody else being in it. You know, it was kind of a big event, a big deal at the time. But mm-hmm. I think, being like, you described that you like too much music. I think I like too little just because yeah. you've heard everything so many times and then mm-hmm. there's no good new stuff. And I just, I probably like less than the That one's been ruined person. for you just oh, for being played yeah. for the last 30 years. Yes. And there's also something about... These are people in Africa who really, they're not, they're probably not Christians. So why would they care if it's Christmas? You know what I mean? There's a little bit of that going on, too. Jesus. Wow. wow. Oh no, but I'm serious. I, I, but I mean, Christmas is... Yeah, plot twist. A lot of people that aren't Christians for non-religious. <laughs> I don't know. Is it big in Africa? Well, I don't know. Okay, I don't it know It might either. have been after this song because they didn't know yet. Here's a uh, here's an all time uh, classic that, that we used to play here on the Kevin and Bean Show back in the '90s. But for some reason, and I can't put my finger on it, it's fallen out of favor a little bit. It's from the great Tiny Tim. Oh, this is Santa Claus saying I won't be around this year. I'm a bit sick. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. Yeah, I don't feel like that. And he won't be round to spread his Christmas cheer. That's not real. Wait, you've never heard that? No. Yeah. Allie's never heard that. That's going in your bad pile, Jensen? No, no, no. I was saying I know it, but I think it's, I mean, I love it. I was just saying, I, I know the song. I just think it's so funny because Tiny Tim, it's like, he, this came out of nowhere. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the guy with the little ukulele? Yeah, this is late career Tiny Tim, which was a lot different than Tiny Tim. Better Tiny Tim. Yeah, he got real weird at the end. <laughs> Possibly the most famous ukulele player of all time, by the well, way. Well, until you start. Right. Until, until mm-hmm. I get going. i got to get that lesson going. All right, here's another one that doesn't get played very much anymore. Allie, you would have heard this for years growing up listening to, if you listen to K-Earth, for instance. This was all the way back in the 1960s by a singer named Lou Monty. Hey, jingity-jing. It's down. Dominic the donkey, <laughs> the Italian Christmas donkey. <laughs> Do they fly this guy to every donkey petting zoo? <laughs> I don't every know. Every donkey show. What? <laughs> well, he's not playing donkey that? shows. I've never heard that. He's huge in Tijuana. <laughs> it was a classic that was played for 40 years, Kevin. <laughs> no, and his follow-up, Pepino the Italian Mouse, too, by the way. Oh, oh sure. He this hit is the world twice. <laughs> 
All right. Oh. Two more on the list, by the way. Right, we uh, can do this all day. This right? is I know. Best I know. Yeah. This, is, uh, this is one that I got to be honest, I hated from the minute I heard it. And it was so popular, it was turned into a TV show. It was turned into a movie. Y'all remember Elmo and Patsy. Grandma got run oh, over yeah. by a reindeer. This is the one I was going to suggest. Walking yeah, it's my bad pal. I mean, I don't think it gets played much anymore, but do you remember how you couldn't oh, get away from this song? Yeah. As a little kid, I lived for this song. Like, that, it was so funny. Really? Yes. As a, what kid, was your, as a little what, kid. What was your ruling on whether you should open up the grandma's gifts or send them back? Oh, yeah, you open them. <laughs> you open them up. Yeah, for sure. And Send I say- them back. Don't take yellows at the end. <laughs> and I saved the worst for last. Oh, you, you know, did? It what is- about the donkey? That's not the worst for last? <laughs> no, I saved the worst for last because uh, it's very difficult. As Kevin mentioned, there are very few new Christmas songs that come out that become standards. Obviously, Mariah Carey, in the last 25 years, has she's created a monster that's going to live forever. Sure. All I want for Christmas mm-hmm. is, is you. It's one of the best Christmas songs of all time, in my opinion, by the way. Here's one of the uh, only other few songs that has broken through and be- has become a modern standard that gets played every year. And it's that goddamn Christmas Shoes song oh, no. by New Song, which oh, I no. couldn't hate anymore. Let's hear a little of that, shall we? Sure, I want a bad shoe <laughs> for my mama. Little kid at a store buying shoes at the counter. It's Christmas Eve and these <laughs> shoes are just her size. Oh, the shoes are just her size. What's she going to be wearing them for, do you think? <laughs> Could you hurry? <laughs> Oh, what's the rush? Daddy says there's not much time. Not much time? Why? What's mom got going on? She's been sick for quite a while. Oh, she's sick? No, these shoes will make us How will the shoes help her? Wanna do the good of If mama meets Jesus tonight. Oh. F you right in those shoes. <laughs> right? Can you do that? He wouldn't care about the shoes. Come right? on. That's not how Jesus works. I'm no. sure of it. I, um, I, I cry every time. I'm I sorry, Ali. No, is, uh, you don't. Yes, do. It's the worst. It's the most manipulative. Ali is literally crying. It's a Hallmark She's Christmas meet movie. Jesus has never God. shown any emphasis towards shoes. It's not needed. <laughs> Save the money. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. All right, listen, you're going to have to go with us on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Look, it sounded funny in the meeting. We have to come up with a lot of games, and we do, uh, to give away tickets. And in Uh this particular one, I believe it was thrown out as a joke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then we started sort of to work work our back way into it, and then none of us could get away from it. It's so good. We don't really have a choice now. Why are we apologizing now before we know if it's going to be a success or not? Guys, this is what they're going to pull for the Radio Hall of Fame. So let's all just uh, calm down. Night two of the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas 2018 is going to be on uh, Sunday night, December 9th at the Forum. You win tickets to that and also the Bud Light backstage passes as well. Because Florence and the Machine is headlining that night, we thought it'd be fun to play a game we call Name That Machine. You are machine head. Acoustic Christmas. Just name that sound. You machine head. You a machine head. Acoustic Christmas. Just name that sound. Yeah. Just name that machine. Alright, so. Just name that machine. Okay, you're not you're not making it better, Omar. I mean it sounds good with the music. You're not helping now. Alright. 
So, Jensen, you have a list of uh, sound effects of machines, and all you're going to do is play it for the listener. They have to tell you what the machine is. That's it. That's okay. the game. And then if they're right, they go into the drawing, and someone wins tickets now, tonight, too. Now, here's a hint. They are not all from this year. Some of them are from way back in the past, so yeah. you just have to sort and of... And also, be happy, because for the past two weeks, I've been pitching Jared Beto, which is a game where yeah, I yes. take movies that right. involve Jared Leto, and I... <laughs> Somehow shoehorn in Beto O'Rourke. Right. So, so we've been turning that down, and we're doing the right thing. All right. Okay. Let's start with Eric and Alyssa Viejo. Hi. Hello. Okay. All right. This is uh, this is going to be easy for him on the phone. By the way, to name that machine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It sounds like he has a machine behind him. Uh, this sound is of a machine. You tell me what machine it is. Okay. A, a fax machine. A fax machine? That nice. is a fax How machine. How about that? Oh, my God. <laughs> How did he get that? Congratulations. Just name that machine. Wow. <laughs> that was shocking. That was <laughs> very good. Let's go to Brett in Huntington Beach. Hi, Brett. Good morning, guys. Hey, Brett. I hope you're a machine head because this... <laughs> oh, I am. Okay, good. This sound right here, I need you to name. What machine is this? Brett, what is that? Uh, is that a saw? Um, I'll give it to him. No, you? Well, I mean, think of. Yeah, you're partially right. You're half right. What would they? What would make that saw a machine? I can't hear you. What'd you say? What would make that saw a machine? What would you add to it to make it a machine? A um, electric saw. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Got to go to the judges. I mean, I think no. I don't think it's an electric think, saw. No. I'm sorry. I think it was a chainsaw is what we were looking for. A chainsaw, Brett. So sorry, but thank mm. you for playing. What if you have Burt Kreischer using it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> his nickname is The Machine. <laughs> I like it. Okay. I get it. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Ramon in Whittier. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Uh, hey, I hope, you you're, as well. I hope you're a machine head because this next sound is a machine I need you to name. Here it is. There you go. You heard the whole run. That's a microwave. Yes! Yes! I was just thinking before he said that, there's no way I'd get this. This game rules. Microwave. <laughs> All right. I feel like this game is getting solidified into our, our list of games that we're going to actually play <laughs> Pretty good. once a week. Um, let's go to uh, Myra, is it, in Los Angeles? Hello. Hi there. Hello, hello. Here we go. This machine, you tell me what it is. Here's the sound. I think we got the point on this one. We're writing a book. <laughs> oh, there you go. A typewriter? It is. It is Yay. a typewriter. It Nicely typewriter. done. I Very saw good. that she was a student, and I was like, does she even know what a typewriter sounds <laughs> right. like? I bet she's never seen one in person. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Mike in Canyon Country. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Hey, Mike. Uh, this sound right here, one of my faves. What machine is this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's that a, yes. is a wow. Just name that machine. I don't miss those days, I'll tell you that. That no. sound is not a good one either. All right. Let's go to Enrique in Los Angeles. Hi. Hey, 
Hi, good morning. Good hey, morning. Enrique. Hey, Enrique. One of my least favorite machine sounds, but here it is. What is that? Uh, a leaf blower? Oh, I'm so the sorry. Past. So close, though. Close. The same kind of annoyance. That was a lawnmower. Oh, yeah. close. Yeah, you unfortunately, were close. You were in the yard. Yeah, Wrong tool, though. Thank both, you. You'll both hear them on Saturday at 7 a.m. <laughs> two completely different machines. We just have time for one more to qualify for K-Rock's Absolute Almost Christmas Day, too. All right. It's uh, Fernando in Riverside. Hi there. Hey, everyone. Fernando, name this machine. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think this may be the best game we've ever, ever. done. It's so good. Uh, yeah. uh, Leaf blower? No. Uh, no. No, it actually is the opposite. Uh, it's a vacuum cleaner. Vacuum cleaner. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Vacuum Thank you, cleaner. Though, for, Sorry. Oh. Sorry. All right. I think that was a, a good showing, though, from Eric and Ramon and Myra and Mike. They are all in the running, but only one will win tickets, not only for the show on December 9th at the Forum, headlined by Florence and the Machine, or as Kevin likes to say, Florence Against the Machine. You also get the Bud Light backstage passes. Who's our winner, please? Congratulations, Myra. Yay. Myra. Congrats, Myra. Thank you so much. You're welcome. But, but really, truly, all the callers are winners because they were just part of radio history. <laughs> just name that machine. Just name that machine. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Hey, uh, comedian and uh, writer and actor and uh, all the rest, uh, Hassan Minaj, back on the Kevin and Bean show. He's been uh, with us in studio and now back on the phone. He's the man who almost single-handedly killed the White House Correspondents' Dinner, by the way. <laughs> he and Michelle Wolf was the one-two punch that made uh, that made the president go and the and the nation go, eh, no more need for comedy in that event. <laughs> so nice job, Hassan. <laughs> uh, thanks, man. Now we need authors, I guess. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Everyone loves live readings. <laughs> That is going to make it great. Hassan is very busy. I'm stunned that he's able to be on the phone. Of course, he has his weekly uh, Netflix show that is so good, by the way, on uh, on uh, Netflix, as I mentioned, Sunday nights. And he has a Comedy Central special along with friends of his called Goatface tonight at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central. Where did the name Goatface for you and your friends come from, Hassan? It was, you know, it's one of those sort of classic sketch comedy group names where we were just all riffing and we were thinking of, you know, different... Uh, names i guess and and we, we were just riffing and seeing things on the wall and and, and i think someone said goat face uh ghost face killers and then someone was like no, no goat face and we just kept it was just one of those things that like two o'clock in the morning we were just riffing and and we eventually came up with goat face um we've been there with trying to come up not, with names yeah yeah and it was just kind of silly and ridiculous and believe it or not, goats are actually in all the countries that, like, are, you know, we're, we're from. Like, goats are big in India and Afghanistan and Greece. Um, and so I was like, that's really funny, actually. It's kind of it's kind of interesting. Cool. I wasn't expecting to have that uh, that lesson learned on this morning's Kevin and Bean show. <laughs> countries where goats are popular. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so you and your, yeah. uh, your brown friends, who are all also comedians, you look at this as a way to do yeah. some sketch comedy, like you said, but also kind of introduce fans of yours to... Some of these other people who are very funny that may not be as well known. Yeah, I mean, you know, before before I was on the Daily Show, I was doing sketch, sketch, you know, sketch and stand up, and we all knew each other from the stand up scene. And me, Sahim, Ari, Asif, we we actually, you know, around 2012, we started making sketches together and putting them up on YouTube. And and you know, we had some 
sort of viral hits. And then, then I joined the Daily Show and in, in Comedy Central came forward and said, hey, are there any other things that you've worked on or that you want to work on? And I showed them some of our stuff and they were like, oh, this is really cool and interesting. We should do something like this. And, and Comedy Central has always been the home for, you know, very uniquely, uh, you know, character-driven, POV-driven sketch mm-hmm. comedy shows. It's, it's a very rare thing. There's not a lot of places that do stuff these days. Hassan, is this just another way to get you more sneakers? Correct. Yeah, okay. 100%. Just these making all, sure. These are all ploys. These are all ploys to get me a a sneaker deal or b to get me more sneakers. For okay. Sure. <laughs> all right. Because that was one of the first sketches that I saw. I'm like, more sneakers from this guy. Hassan, I, I am a, a sneaker. Yep. I'm a sneakerhead with you. And first, I want to apologize for uh, being saying brown friends. Uh, but the other part is, I wanted to know wh- what is the grail for you? Like, what is the top shoe? I-, I know you wore the threes on on your on your Netflix show, but like, what's the major shoe for you? What's the one that you're working for? I would say I would say my all time, and I, I I actually haven't owned them yet, but would be the Concord Elevens. Those to me are like the the those those white and black Elevens. Good shoes, uh, like the all time. Good shoes. Yeah, yeah. Man. Do you own those? I do not. I do not own them. No, mm-hmm. but they're great shoes. I just don't like Elevens a ton, but those are good ones. Yes. Well, when you watch Ghostface, Ghostface, Goatface, <laughs> you are gonna um, want the Jordans that they show. Okay. I want the crying Jordans. That's I know the, that. Well, yeah, those are the ones. I didn't want to say it because you just gave it away. I don't, think, I don't think I'm ever gonna get a deal. I don't think I'm ever gonna get a deal from Nike. That's that was the whole thing. I was like, oh, I've always wanted a sneaker contract. But the way we sort of go after Jordan and that is, uh, oh, I don't think it's good. Yeah, you may have ruined your, your own shot of getting those. <laughs> yeah. That's right. How many? I um, know, I know, but I, but I, but I respect the game. I respect the comedy game more, more than I respect the sneaker game. So I got to be honest. <laughs> All right, how, Jensen. How many pair of shoes do you have? Uh, I've got one fifty. One hundred and fifty. How yeah. about you, Hassan? You have kids? Whoa, wait, do you have kids? No, no. Okay, that's okay. that's Enjoy. a big. It's a big part of um, it. Yeah, yeah, I have, I have, I, I had to downsize significantly. So, you know, I used to have like maybe like thirty pairs, and now I'm down to like fifteen because we. Oh, oh get off my phone! Yeah, what is he doing? Fifteen. Get on, off my amateur. phone! <laughs> hey, hey, you guys, you guys, you guys can roll your eyes. You can scoff. You can tweet me. But you know, if you know, if you know, like I, I am, I am a saint. By the sneaker community, I have become a minimalist. Yeah, no, you you are what we all strive to be. I mean, I'm forcing my wife to People wake up with me. People in the sneaker community are like, when? Yeah, when? When did you go sneaker vegan? That's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hassan, I, I made my wife wake up at 7 a.m. this weekend to get the Union uh, Jordan ones. Like, I'm still in a disgusting place. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh I my love god. though that you when can... Jensen brought up the shoes, Hassan's immediate reaction was, "Do you have kids, dude? You just had a kid this year. Calm down. It's not like that changed your sneaker uh, game." Not... Well, or look, did it? Both, 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 both children and space scarcity in New York change your life completely. You have to look at mm. the world, though. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, that's you don't, a good point. You don't just get another ap- apartment in New York for your shoes. <laughs> Uh, how how well do you think I'm doing, you guys? <laughs> really well. <laughs> I mean, he, he is still wearing uh, jeans on the show. He's not that fancy yet, you guys. Um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I very much recommend the uh, the weekly Netflix show, by the way, on Sunday nights. And you can also see Hassan's uh, stand-up comedy specials there as well. And the new Goat Face comedy special is going to be tonight on Comedy Central, which is going to air at 10 o'clock. And it is very funny. You guys are going to really, really enjoy it. Hassan, next time you're back in town, come see us again, my friend. I'm going to pop by. Thanks, guys. All right. Perfect. Sounds great. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Right. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. 
One of the uh, little things in life that makes me happy is knowing that someone's alarm went off during that song. Right? <laughs> that's the one. You, that's the way you want to wake up. It's <laughs> the first thing you hear in the morning. Like, it's not tough enough waking up at 720 in the morning, but you're welcome. And welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. Uh, how do we get on this topic, you guys, of little things that make you happy? Sadly, you yeah, it was Omar. Omar brought oh, up. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. yeah. He brought up the. Uh, yeah, we don't. No wipe. I'll just say it. That makes him happy. A no wiper. Yeah. A no wiper. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> yeah. But it's weird because yes. Omar, okay. So, yeah. So then we started, you, know, you now, see what I'm now, saying? Now some people just woke up to that. <laughs> right? That's the first thing they heard. Yeah. It's getting worse and worse. So once the topic was, uh, was uh, is it a topic breached or broached? I think it's broached. Once the topic was broached, then Allie just lit up. She's like, oh, that's my whole, my whole life is those little things, those moments, those things that, yeah. that, that, that just make the world seem, seem magical. It's the little things that usually people would just never even think about, but they bring you insane amounts of joy one thing that brings me insane amounts of joy is when i'm um i get my clothes fresh from the dryer Mm -hmm. you just washed your sheets how good do they smell first of all so warm (laughs) and then you go to put that fitted sheet on the bed and you nail the right side for the fitted sheet so you don't have to put it on then realize oh crap it goes the other way. When you nail the fitted sheet, I'm telling you, I had a run. I did it six times in a row. No. And it, oh, it felt so You're good. You're a sorceress. No, it was, it was wondrous, I'm telling you. And then that, that next time, I was like, well, you know what? Good, good average. I had a great run. You sure yeah. did. Absolutely. You must have so felt like a like Wonder Woman or oh, something I, like that. I was solving all the world's problems. Wow. Absolutely. That's- that's a good one. But it's dumb stuff like that, like little things That's that what you're we're looking like, for. Yes. Is the the smaller the better? Yes, for sure. At 1-800-520-1067, little things that make you happy. Here's uh here's one that assistant producer Christine just uh just weighed in with uh with uh on this topic. My favorite little thing is when you pick up you pick up a bottle of dishwashing liquid and little bubbles pop out and fly around while you're doing the dishes. <laughs> that, that does sound delightful. great. Yeah, that sounds great. Delightful. That's Snow White-esque. Like, it's like you're in a Disney movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sounds really good. I have uh, I have one that I'd like to contribute to. And again, we're taking your calls on this topic at 1-800-520-1067. And I think I've mentioned this before. Uh, it's very difficult to do. But if you can get, when you buy gas, if you can get both the amount of gas that you put into your car... And the amount of money that you're paying to both end in, in zeros, that's magic. That's, like, yeah, that's a slot machine. So yeah. it's not it's just like a slot machine. It's yeah, not yeah. just an even number. Like well, an eight. Even, it has to be. It has to end at zero. Zero zero. Yeah, it has to end wow. in zero zero. Yeah. How often does that happen? Not often enough. Okay. I'll tell you. And it all and it all depends on how much the price of gas is. Too. You know what I mean? Do you, are, do you stop it on purpose there? You you can certainly stop how much you're going to pay. You can right. say I've decided to put forty dollars in, or 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 thirty six, or whatever the number is. But that never is also a zero oh, zero. Never on matches the gas. up. Yeah, what a burn. You uh, got you got to do both, and uh, I mean it happens so rarely. But when it does, I mean you just want to go and and just hug everyone at the gas station and insist they come over and look at it and take pictures with you. <laughs> and they're like, "What's this weird guy doing?" <laughs> I know. I don't, they care don't love how much it, gas he got. Whole number gas. That's my thing. Uh, listen. 
I could say the easy ones. Email under 20 is great. Uh, receiving mail, those are good ones. But I have two very specific ones. One is when you find a parking space and you lock it in mm-hmm. and a car is coming the other way <gasps> thinking they could get yeah. the parking spot. And then you know you've gotten that spot. Right. And there's no there's no stress. There's uh-uh. no worry. You know it's your spot. Then Alec Baldwin right gets out and punches you right in the face. That's the problem. But then my other one, it's only happened to me twice. It's very specific. You know the TV show Cheaters? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, t- two times I've turned on Cheaters, and when I wonder which episode this is, and it's the one where the host gets stabbed on the yacht. That's the famous both one. Yeah. Times? Yeah, bo- I've, oh, I've really only stumbled on Cheaters wow. twice, and wow. both times it was the Joey Greco being stabbed on a boat episode. <laughs> That's and it. that made wow. you so happy. So happy. I think about it maybe twice a month. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin, do you have any? Um, when you peel an orange in one piece. Oh, oh yeah. So satisfying. It's so rare, too. It do you is. do it often? I try. Yeah. Don't do not do it often, but I right. try. Oh. But when you do, it's like, feels, yes! Feels real if good. everyone could see me now! <laughs> <laughs> and then you post it to Instagram. Oh, oh that's oh. right, yeah. <laughs> Paul from uh, Cyprus texts us. Same number, by the way, one 800 Paul's in the 714. He says, I love it when someone zooms past me on the road. Road, and then we end up at the same red light. Oh, that is a good feeling. What that about zooms past you on the road and then they're pulled over ahead of you as you drive? Oh, that's also, even better. Or that's gets into better. a fatal car crash. <laughs> I don't know that that's too far. <laughs> too far. Sorry, just me. <laughs> All right, let's go to Long Beach. Let's say hi to our friend Stephanie. She's on line one here. We're talking about those little things in life that make you happy. Hey, Stephanie. Stephanie thank you for calling. What's going hey, on? Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Uh-huh. So the best thing in life is when you don't even try and you make the perfect cup of coffee. Okay, what's the perfect cup of coffee for you? Um, well, a dark blonde, not really sweet, um, but just I don't know, just the perfect temperature. You can sip on it. I don't know, it's just so good. I'm with you. All right. Okay. I hear you. Good. Good enough. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that. Doesn't sound that hard. <laughs> well, no, to get in, to, if you're making, and it's not like a Keurig or something that you know it's going to be the same type of cup, when you get that perfect cup of coffee and you can sip it and not burn your tongue, but it's also so warm that you feel it go down your insides of your tummy. <gasps> and you heard the cheaters one, right? <laughs> All right, you're right. You're right. Let's try uh, line five, please. This is going to be Chris. He is in Anaheim talking about those little things that make you happy. Chris, welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. Hi, nice to uh, nice to be here. Um, yeah, one of the one of the things that make me really happy is uh, buying a fresh packet of socks and slipping them on for the first time. New socks. Kevin hears you. Kevin yeah, hears you. Socks. You know how he is you about never, underwear. After you wash them, you can never get them like that again. He's right. That's true. He's right. That's yes, true. It's a one time like thing. Kevin just throw them away after one wear. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> do when you got that kind of money, right? Right. Where's Kevin? <laughs> Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Let's try Angie, line four. She's in Duarte on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Angie. Hi. Good, Good morning. morning, guys. Morning. What's your What's your little thing that makes you happy? When the USB goes in the port correctly. <laughs> Oh, good one. And you don't have to flip it or anything. Good one. And we're not, this is not a euphemism, right? We're we're literally talking about USBs. I've never experienced that. I hope to sometimes. (laughs) All right. Let's try, uh, how about Thaddeus, Woodland Hills, line two. We'll take one more before the break and then as many calls as we can take afterwards at 1-800-520-1067. Thaddeus, good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. What's the little thing that makes you happy? So, uh, you know how when you're pouring, like, soda or beer and it, like, froths over and you have to, like, 
gauge on whether um, or not it's gonna f- spill over or something. Right. Just like when you can pour it and it still stays at the top when the bubbles are like the froth stays at yes. the top. Yeah. I feel that with Prosecco every time. Oh, yeah, it right? delights me, right? Thaddeus. Yes. No, no one wants to do like the quick drink. The, and the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody no one wants, wants that. that. And then yeah. if it spills no. over the cup, what a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, you have to clean it up and yes, whatever, and, and you, you're just like at the top, just like trying to suck up like the little froth or whatever, I and to get it away so or whatever. Yeah. To you right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right, you two. We're gonna pay for your date if you'd like to go out on it. Thank you, Thaddeus, for the call. We'll be right back with your little things that make you happy next on K Rock. It's Kevin and B. K Rock K R O Q. Let's take one phone call. And make it Daniel in Downey. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning. We're talking about those little things that just make you light up. Well, for me, it's when I get up to go to work in the morning at 5 o'clock, but I jump in the shower, and it's the perfect temperature. I think that makes me just not want to go to work. <laughs> just sit there, <laughs> stand there in the shower. Daniel, how long does that take? How long, right. are you, how long is it, does it get to a perfect moment before you get in? Well, I mean, you know, being a guy, you know, you turn it on, then you do what you, you know, you shave, shower, and whatever, but... You turn it on when you're done with your other, you get in and it's just the perfect temperature without even thinking. You don't have to adjust anything. It's just when you get turn it on, you just whoop, do your thing, get in and and it's just ready to go and you just well, well for you me, can, I just stand you there. can never move from that house. Seriously. <laughs> you're gonna have to live there for the rest of your life because you're not gonna find that everywhere you go, Daniel. Thank you for the call, sir. We're talking about tiny things, the smaller the better. That make you very happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we got a text from Jason in 909. He said, when you order French fries and you get an onion ring inside the box. <gasps> yeah, That is beautiful. <laughs> that is a sweet thing. See, that would make me uncomfortable. I don't I don't like that at all because that means somebody's asleep at the wheel, man. That means somebody's That's not an doing act, their it's job a bonus. properly. No, is no, it? no. It's just when they're putting it from the fryer, one moved over. Yeah, it's and like that a just nice got, surprise. It's, yeah, slight little surprise. Chip, yeah. you have one? I have one, yeah. So I uh, every morning I drive about 45 minutes to work. I drive from Orange County. Right. And I listen to a different album when I drive up here. Mm-hmm. When I turn to swipe my key card to open the gate, if the album ends as I'm doing that, Perfectly boom, ends. Okay, nice. <laughs> Here's uh, Brenda from Montebello texting in 626. When the printer is short on paper, but you're too lazy to add more, and your print job uses the exact amount of paper that's left, oh, that's you walk away too. knowing the next sucker has to fill it. That's that is glorious. <laughs> the sucker has to fill it. All right, let's go to line uh, four, Jensen. I think you'll appreciate George. He'll be your new soulmate, calling us from Compton here. Hey, George. Hello there. Hi. Tiny things that make you happy. Well, to me, it's finding that secret bathroom at work that nobody really knows about, that nobody really uses, and it's like always the cleanest one. And you just see your business, and you know nobody's going to bother you. Oh. It's just amazing. George, that's like, that was honestly fanfic for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the call was coming from inside your head. Yeah, I, I have been searching this building far and wide. I do it everywhere I work. But boy, when you find a crisp, unused bathroom in your work, it's it's it probably stays at that job forever. <laughs> that's really more of a big thing that makes you happy, though, right? I mean, that's so high up on your priority list, Jensen. A- absolutely. Yeah. That, honestly, when I, I when I take a job, it's top three things I think about. all right thank you for the call i appreciate it uh hey chip you get uh, you know what ready as we go to dan and pico rivera he's on line six up next to the kevin beach little things that make you happy dan you're on the air good morning everyone good morning Uh, this show has changed my life and i'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing (laughs) okay Um, all right 
I go, I go to the grocery store. I go to any store. The total comes out to seventeen oh nine. I cheer up. I get so happy. I mean, and, it's like it's like a tribute to Kevin when you see that seventeen oh nine, right? And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. What's twelve oh seven in military time, my friend? Say seventeen oh nine. Huh? 1709? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking 22. <laughs> but I'm but that wouldn't be 17 either, would why it? Why would we jump ahead two minutes? Why would it become 09 all of a sudden? I don't know. <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. All right. I'm glad that makes you happy, Dan. Dan is right. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate you listening, sir. Let's go to Katie Line 2. Katie's in Seal Beach. I think she's got one you can all identify with as well. Hey, Katie. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Good, thank you. Little things that make you happy. So, you know when you have a box of cereal and the bag that contains the cereal, it's, it almost always rips when you open it. Totally. But you can open it perfectly along the top on the first try to have it perfectly opened and ready to pour your cereal. Bliss. Has that ever happened, though? I, I end up having to get scissors sometimes and start punching holes in the bag to get it open. It looks like yeah. a crime scene by the time I'm done. He gets a drill? Yes. A chainsaw? Scissors is usually what I would go for, but when you can do it perfectly the first time without any help, that's that's when you know. That's amazing. I'll, I'll let you know when that happens. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay. I'm going to have to write a strongly worded letter to Great Nuts because their bags are almost impossible. Well, open. they hold sand. They have to be strong bags. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, wow, we have so many. You guys. How about this one? How about when you wake up like two to three hours before you have to wake up? Oh, great feeling. Yes. And then you go, you know what? I get to sleep for another two hours. That's great. Oh, that's awesome, Kevin. You're absolutely right about that. All right. Let's try, um, wow, let's try uh, Caleb, uh, please. Line four, Koreatown, joining us here on the Kevin Bean Show. Hey, Caleb. Hey, guys. What's going on? Talking about little things that make you happy. Yeah, it actually just happened to me, so I figured I would call in and tell you guys okay. about it. Okay. Police officer is behind you, and he turns his lights and siren on, mm-hmm. but he's not after you, and he flies past you. Oh, yes. that wow. is the best because it makes your heart skip a beat, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you just go back to texting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they didn't get you this time. Thank you very much. Uh, here's another uh, text we just got from Gavin in the 818. What makes me happy when Chipotle doesn't charge me for the guac because it's hidden underneath the lettuce that I asked the worker to add to my bowl. Huge score. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like he's working a huge scam there is what yeah. it sounds like. <laughs> the little thing is shoplifting. <laughs> All right, let's try line three. Marilyn up next. Marilyn, welcome to the Kevin Beach Show. Are you, uh, you're streaming us in Indiana? Yes. That's oh. a little thing that makes me happy. Thanks for listening to the show. What's yours? Um, okay, so when you lost some weight and you're eyeing those skinny jeans and you're like, no, they're not going to fit, but what the heck? And you put them on and they fit perfectly. Oh, nice. It's that last little shimmy when you put them on. You're like, I didn't even need to (laughs) shimmy. (laughs) Yes. Um, congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Know what you were going to say there, B. I thought I'd say something nice. Okay. All right. Thank you, Marilyn. For a change. All right. Yeah. We might as well deal with Natalie. She's I mean, the do big, we have to, though? She's yes, the big elephant do. in the room. We have to. <laughs> Our last call, Natalie, it's all you. Oh, last but not least. Um, well, mine is, and it's kind of gross, but it's true. Um, when you go number two and it disappears, 
Like you get up and you look and there's nothing in there. <laughs> Not like magic. You mean like it goes into the <laughs> no, hole. It's no, just gone. She's like about it's, just, magic. it's just gone. You don't even ask questions. It's just gone. <laughs> and the double Natalie, whammy. you should ask the questions. The double whammy is when it's, it's, it's in somebody's home or something. You know, that's, that's, that's a great thing. Oh, like, like someone but, you know him. Yeah, but isn't that yes. what I mean? Is that what toilets are supposed to do? That's how they. That's how they're no, designed. No, no, no. Oh. Without without flushing or without anything. Without flushing, it just it's gone. Wait. So without then you don't flushing. flush. You leave without flushing. She doesn't need to. Yeah. Wait, it's how just, did no? Then you are talking about gone. magic. You weren't talking about flushing. No, she's no, talking no, about before flushing. you flush, it goes down. How does that happen? Magic. It, 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 it just, happens. It happens. It just disappears. You don't even ask questions. You just, <laughs> you're like, you? hey, it's gone. Natalie, who would you ask a question of? <laughs> <laughs> would you ask the poo? <laughs> Where does the poo go? I, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't are, know. I just. I'm just. Wash my hands and I'm done. You're the best. Call us every day. <laughs> we are dealing with the important questions this morning. Thanks to Natalie. Have a great one. With Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K-R-O-Q Lately, I've been, I've been thinking You guys sound so much crappier You guys sound so much crappier When the morning comes You want to have some fun But when you turn on the mic We can hear you when you sound so stupid and so dumb How are you, boy? Every moment with Would you like to take that back? Cause you talk for a living and I can't believe they let you broadcast on air My daughter said that's a toss-up You talk for a living Whoa. I cannot believe that you guys get paid to do this Sorry, I have to swallow You guys are freaking idiots I'm just a dumbass This is a tribute to Why? Tribute to Kevin and Bean Tickets to sale uh, Friday 10 at noon Friday 10 at noon? Why would I say that? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Very talented actor Dylan McDermott here on the K-Rock uh, Morning Show. What's, that's us, right, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've ever called it that. You guys sound so much crappier. You guys sound so much crappier. 323-520-AFRO uh, 24 hours a day. <laughs> no, AFRO with an H. They had to do that emergency thing where they, uh, whatever it is, they, they put on you to bring your breath back or whatever. <laughs> but... Probably not the best description. And right. then to get that response, just pours fire yeah. on the on the uh, you know gasoline whatever. How that however that one works. <laughs> Agreed. However that works. Yes. One eight hundred five two zero one 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 three two three five two zero one zero six seven. That's the number for the Kevin to beat Afro line. We have your calls on no. the air. What? No. Is that not right? Three two three five two zero AFRO. Yep. That's the number for the Kevin to beat Afro line. Jesus. It is the Kevin and Bean Show at 22 minutes after 9 o'clock. You are listening to... Oh, you already said that part. Yep. Hey, uh, Dr. Drew's <laughs> on the phone, you guys. I said that part like 12 <laughs> seconds ago. You guys sound so much crappier. You guys sound so much crappier. Now, I know that's a tenuous... What's the word I'm looking for after tenuous? Anyone? <laughs> Bean's just being quiet on purpose. Because that's the rule. <laughs> I know that's a weak example, is what I'm trying to say. Would it be a connection? A connection. connection? Could that be it? Thank you, Bean. Connection is the word I could not think of. Lately, I've been, I've been thinking. You guys sound so much crappier. You guys sound so much crappier. Wow, this is something. The only thing I can think is uh, 
mistaken door, mistaken door. They, they mistaken thought they doorbell to, identity. <laughs> no, I was thinking. I, I'm not sure how to say it, but they they meant to go to somebody else's house, got the wrong uh, apartment or condo or house number, whatever you have. How about wrong address? Like that? <laughs> that would have been a more succinct way to say it. Yeah, you guys are real. Dis, you're real. Con- <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? Discerning. You're really discerning. <laughs> Woo! Andrew Siciliano on the line. Uh, Andrew Siciliano, I should say. More pronounced the better. Huh? <laughs> what? You're <laughs> More pronounced better. Oh, you blow. You blow. You blow, blow, blow. That's, that's the secret, succe- secret to the success of that show. <laughs> well said. <laughs> How are we... Still on the air and on the, in the Hall of Fame. I How mean, is, they're going to take that back. When Omar did that, he said he pulled all the stuff from after the Hall of Fame induction. That is the last three years. Guys, they got to put us down. <laughs> I just, right? They have to. If there's any dignity left in the world, Dude, they have oh, man. Thing. Yes, put put us put us out of our listeners' misery. <laughs> so good. That's what I'm saying. So good. <laughs> Define right. so good. Uh, did you hear it? I did, yeah. It's magic. Let's, uh, let's make some new magic radio memories right now, shall right. we? Ali is here. It's time for What's Happening on this Tuesday morning. Kevin and Bean Show, 854. Well, I I want to give something away because we all love Jim Jeffries, one of the funniest people on earth. How would you like a pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries, the Night Talker Tour? It's all going down right (laughs) at the theater at Ace Hotel on April 5th, 2019. Why don't we give you uh, tickets if you are caller 10 right now at 1-800-520-1067 and you are going to get tickets to see him at the theater at Ace Hotel April 5th, 2019. Tickets are available at AXS.com. Call now. Go ahead. Call now. Call now. It's true. You guys know what Movember is, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's the organization. It's uh, a month where you uh, celebrate Mo Vaughn, former Boston Red Sox and terrible NIM angel. I love that you just said that. (laughs) I saw him get in the biggest fight in Boston at a club. Like, Mm -hmm. chairs were thrown, everything. It was magic. That guy has quite the figure. He was like the test missile for uh, Big Papa. Yes. Ortiz. You know what I mean? Yeah. He is is just a rotund dude. Yeah. Oh, sorry. 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 (laughs) You both played it at the same time. I had it about an eighth of a second after being, so I stopped. Well, Movember is the organization. (laughs) It started out... um, they were raising awareness for prostate cancer, and now it's turned into mental health, suicide prevention, everything. And you grow a mustache during the month of November because if you've never had a mustache before and all of a sudden you have a mustache, people are like, what's with a mustache? And then it starts the whole conversation. It's just a brilliant, brilliant thing. But here's the thing. Here's why I bring it up. Because two of my favorite people on the planet... John C. Riley and Will Ferrell mm. decided to have a little conversation about Movember. Okay. Where they turned to a book labeled Mustache Facts. So they want to give us some little known tidbits about that little bit of hair that you grow above your lip. You do have a Movember mustache, don't you? I mean, what kind of idiot doesn't have a mustache? <laughs> Seriously, fellas, ladies, especially ladies, it's 2018. Everyone has to grow a mustache. I grew one, and I found out that I could play the French horn. It's time for <laughs> mustache facts. Oh, here's a good one. It's twister season, so storm chasers take heed. Holding on to your own mustache can prevent you 
from getting blown away. And since your mustache is technically your face's passenger, you also get to drive in the carpool lane with mustache. Oh, did somebody say meow stash? Cats will interpret your mustache as whiskers and will teach you all the secrets of their species. That's a great one to end on. Why don't you play us out with a sweet oh. little boogie woogie tune yeah, on the old French the old horn? French horn. <laughs> That's jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I love them so much. They're great. Oh, man. I was going to say, how are we not getting more movies from them? And then I remembered they're doing <laughs> Holmes and Watson. So I respect that, and I love it, and thank you so much. And I understand you don't want a Step Brothers 2. I understand that you leave it as a perfect movie, and I'm okay with it. Can I tell you some uh, some inside stuff real quick? Sure. Yeah. Like four years, five years ago, I got a call out of nowhere, and uh, it was from... A, a producer or from a, a it was like an agent and I didn't mm. know who it was and they said that they were working on a Step Brothers rap album oh. and, they, and they wanted me to come in and do some of the writing and stuff and then oh I my was gonna set up a date to go in and everything and yeah. then it just disappeared oh. because they weren't making the movie maybe they were like talking about making the movie no. and then it went away and then I I I was like, oh, and they're like, yeah, the project got scrapped. Oh, that's too bad. There was going to be a oh, rap album. Oh, my God. That would have been great. That's the best fun fact ever. I, Sorry, Bean. I assume it's got to be one of those, like, it was going to be like a tie-in. You know what right. I mean? Right. Anyway, that, I, no one ever told me not oh. to tell anyone, so there you what go. What if you were tasked yeah. with teaching Will Ferrell and John C. John C. Riley how to rap? Yeah, it sounds like a dream. Although we heard John C. Riley rap when he was on, I think, the Breakfast, Breakfast, Breakfast Club, Club or oh, yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was on with Sway. Oh, all right. How yeah. Sway? All right. Some birthdays for you. Mm-hmm. How about Jaleel White? Uh, by the way, uh, emailer Edwin, friend of the show, really upset at your deep dive yesterday yes, with Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. Uh, he wants to hear any Jaleel White. Well, we all know. Did I do that? Right. And I think that's all we know. That's it. Okay. Oh, I mean, Stefan, I was a fan of, which was he Cool was Urkel. The Cool Urkel. Yeah. Same guy. It's like when Greg Brady did Johnny Bravo. Yes. Same guy. Like, did I do that? Stay on target. All right. Stay okay. on target. All right. All right. <laughs> so Mo Movember is uh, when everyone celebrates <laughs> right. Mo Rocca from Mo the Daily Rocca. Show. Was, what happened to him? He's still around. Okay. Stay on target. Stay on target. All right. I, whenever I'd see Mo Rocca, I would think of that like it not really a peanut And that's riddle. what's happening. <laughs> The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Look who's back, you guys. One of our favorites, it's Eliza. Hi, guys. Thank that's you for a, having me. That's a golf clap. I believe Eliza I mean, deserves more I than mean, that. I mean, I like that. I like them both. Okay. There's only so many people yeah, in this room. Yeah, there's only like right? four people clapping. And they were clapping at maximum <laughs> right. ability. So. We're doing the best we could. <laughs> How you been? I'm great. How's it? Oh, my God. Oh, there Thank you. Thank That's you more so much. That's after every answer, by the way. You know what? I, I need that. I need that acknowledgement. Thank you. I get it. How's little Blanche? She's amazing. She's right here. That's who I thought you were introducing. She's yeah. just kind of staring. I mean, you, you take can, her every place, right? You, you, can try. Fly, you can fly with her with no problems, right? You That's what I was going to ask is emotional support dog. Yeah, how does that... Oh, uh, I'm going to get hate mail for this one. Well, yes. they're kind of cracking down now. On they l- really are, but we do. Here's the thing. If you give me BS parameters in which to work, I will follow your rules. Okay. And so there, you know, certain airlines have certain... You have to get this signed by this doctor and this. So I do. we do all of it. Okay. The paperwork is sound. Um, the whole system is broken. You should be able to Absolutely. bring your dog 
and 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 that should be that. Have you ever had a problem? Blanche seems very well behaved. Blanche is well behaved. That's the, I was it should looking be a dog at you by weird. dog basis. Or, yes, because like some dogs they don't even people don't even pay attention to. Well, it. that's who ruins it. Yeah. And then you get like my emotional support chicken. It's like, all right, you're lying just like the rest of us, <laughs> but it's a chicken. It's I a think, worse lie. Like humans, we should judge case by case. Your dog should be a should audition. You know, my audition. Do- also, I should have by that. I've flown so much with her. The airline should have her on file right. as oh, we've done this. Oh, is but Blanche they- here? She's legit. Yeah, yeah, but they don't. Every single time you fly, they're like, we have to have the support desk call, and I'm mm. like, so you have hundreds of thousands of my dollars, but no way of knowing that I've ever flown <laughs> yeah. with an animal. There's no. There's got to be a database, like a way they can do that. I feel like they don't care. They're like, good luck. I feel like you're probably right. They, also- don't, they don't care. I've also definitely in my early days, I just took her on a plane. Because she's in a little bag. No one knows she's there. She's so quiet. And that's it. She doesn't bother anyone. That's the key right that there. That is the your, key. Your dog is small enough. But Mind then you see you see the stories of bigger dogs that have you know bitten other passengers on a plane. And they're the ones who ruin it for everybody. It's true. And you know, but then they don't see it that way. They're like, well, that person provoked me. So the answer is everything's on fire all the time. Everyone is wrong. <laughs> Everything is bad. If you try to do something good, the internet will rip you to pieces. That's and that's all true. And on that note... And on that note, come see me this weekend. <laughs> come here um, more. I do want to... Obviously, we're going to talk about your big yeah. events because you have something on Wednesday and something on Thursday. But before we get there, can we please instant family it up in here, yeah, Eliza? Yeah, I am. my claps? Hi, where's now my we need the big there applause, Kevin. There it is. I could not believe when I saw the clip of you in this uh, this Roseburn, Mark Wahlberg, big hit uh, Hollywood movie. It's a Roseburg, Mark Wahlberg, Eliza Schlesinger movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. That's how it's built. Right. I like Photoshop myself into all the posters. I'm like, come see our movie. Uh, it's this big, you know, studio movie. It's called Instant Family. I was so excited to get the part. And it's a, it's a, it's just what we need right now. It's heartwarming. It's fun. It's it's loving. It's it kind of takes the stigma out of the whole conversation about adoption or fostering. It's a true story. About- My friend Greg saw it and said, "I was shocked at how emotional I got." Yeah, he sobbed during that movie. It's 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 rooted in truth. Sean Anders, who wrote it, he also did uh, Daddy's Home. It's a it's mm-hmm. his true story about him adopting his three children, who were like children, not babies. Yeah. Right. And it's actually interesting. You know, I made that movie not really thinking I had any connection to the adoption world, and it turned out my cousin works for the city, and she works in foster care. My best friend and her wife, they are trying to foster children. And yeah. you that's know, a guy that doesn't know anything about his friends. I, 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 I'm that guy. Or, well, or you don't girl. think about oh, it. Oh, girl, you were saying you. I thought you were saying the guy that wrote it. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. I, I, I realize okay. that, oh, I do, like, I'm not adopting or fostering children, but you don't realize that you do know someone mm-hmm. who is attached sure. to that world. And the people that do adopt these children have such big hearts. I met so many families. They're like, yeah, we have three kids of our own, but we decided to foster 12 kids. Yeah. And we just love them. And you're like, wow. I got to tell yeah. you, um, uh, we do uh, a charity for abused women and children, and everybody wants to buy a gifts for little babies. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to buy kids, gifts for a teenager. Right, because babies can't return them. They <laughs> say they don't like them. <laughs> Nobody wants age seven through... I wonder what it's like in foster care, if yeah, that's, that's the same. Does my mic sound weird to anyone else? Did it just go weird? Uh, that's Sounds in the movie. Fine. How, like, nobody wants a teenager. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they and they have that discussion. But it's, a, it's heartwarming. It's fun. Um, and it did really well over the weekend, and I'm really proud to be in that movie. You yeah. should be. Congratulations. Or proud to be 10th on the call sheet. Thank you. <laughs> how, how how much, uh, forgive me for not knowing this, Eliza, but um, it'll okay. prove I'm not a stalker because I don't know it. How much did you make? How, no, <laughs> no? How, how, oh, how much okay. acting have you done? Not a lot. This doesn't sound like How did you get this? Here. 
I'm very thankful. Does that sound weird to you? It did sound weird. Now it's okay. all to be like this. Okay. You know, it's it's one of those weird answers because it's not for lack of trying. Like every mm-hmm. movie you've seen, like I have probably read for it. I have read for most sitcoms, TV shows, cartoons. Like it's always it's a game of it's about statistics. Like if you keep trying, eventually you get one. So, sure, sure. And uh, you know you lose out, and you lose out for reasons you can't control. They're like, well, we went we went Asian. I'm like, okay, I can't fix that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I mean I went Asian years ago, by the way. Right, and so <laughs> oh, or we went with a boy, and it's like. Okay, uh, so I went boys years ago. Oh, by the way. All, right. all right. So when I went, I did this movie. I, I auditioned for it. They liked it, and uh, that begat the other part that I got. I'm doing a movie right now called Wonderland, also with Mark Wahlberg. So so weird. Wow. Um, yeah, and that's like a much bigger part. And I don't think that. I knew that about you that you yeah, were I didn't trying either. out for mm-hmm. every single movie. You've never because brought that up in all the like times to, you've been in. Nobody wants to hear about how much you failed. <laughs> nobody wants, to, you know, you or it's L.A. Everybody's auditioning all the time, right? Yeah. Okay, and you know, you go up for things, but nobody wants to bring up like, yeah, I read for that movie. I read for Marvelous Miss Maisel. <laughs> I read for Game Night. I read for like all these things that have come out. You know, nobody wants to talk well, about. Stop reading for things that Mark Wahlberg's not in. <laughs> that's key. <laughs> Apparently, our, we're star-crossed actors. Now, yeah. Eliza, I'm really, really interested in this, and I promise we'll get to your plugs, but I, I, yeah. I have to ask. You're at, the, you're at the top of your game in comedy, and don't be modest and say you're not. I mean, obviously, you've got all these, you know, your own specials. You're a one-name comedian. You couldn't be any more successful as a comedian. Do you have the same passion for... <laughs> do you have the same passion for acting that you have for comedy? I don't know. I don't know because I think there's there, there's... I'm not an actor. Like I am not. I'm not a thespian. I did not go to. Thank you. Thank you. You know that takes. Dedic- Are you sure this is on? It's on. Yeah, it sounds it's perfect. My headphones. By Are your way. headphones. It's just the headphones. Okay. Yeah, you know, we I don't checked even it have in the room it's and the out dedication. of the room. It sounds perfect. Some people like spend their whole lives and they to this craft. I've spent my life dedicated myself to the craft of stand up, mm-hmm. and I have taken you know steps toward acting but it's hard to like run full speed ahead at acting when you're not it's not paying you back sure like you're, you know and it's not so stand-ups where i put my efforts and that's that's paying off uh but i do enjoy the idea of playing villains i do enjoy the idea of playing these fun characters but i have no desire to do like shakespeare in the park right you know but you have to be uh, so encouraged it's when you its see own somebody- animal and it deserves its own you know, I right. think everybody fancies themselves an actor, but it does require work. Sure. And when you see somebody like I Mike Barbiglia, is a can she not hear me? Is her headphones are? I don't dead? think her headphones are working. Okay, I got it. It was the yes. volume. I oh. hit it with my knee. <laughs> oh, acting! Wow. Eliza, I was pretending I couldn't hear. Um, I was saying it must be gratifying sorry. for you to see somebody like Mike Barbiglia, great stand-up comedian who has successfully made that transition and is just doing wonderful work in TV and movies. Oh, right I now. love it! I love seeing other people just skyrocket past me. It's so gratifying. <laughs> no, you know. What it is, it's doing stand up creates a path, and then people want to listen to you, and then you can from there. I can produce things, I can act in things, and we're living in a time now where there's no real set path to anything. You don't have to get in like a studio system, like mm-hmm. you can kind of create your own existence. You can be, you can make millions of dollars and be a celebrity, and no one's ever heard but of you. Do, do people um, put you in one corner, which is you do? Oh, that's the girl that does comedy. She's great at comedy. I don't think so. You, uh, just because I've gotten a lot of auditions for serious stuff. I think people like it when comedians are more serious. I, that's easy to tap into. Yeah. Um, and so I can't, I haven't really been pigeonholed yet. Uh, I feel like you're tough, and you—they know yeah. you could cut a bitch. So there's a lot of roles you could play. Well, it's funny because of that. I go up for these parts that a lot of time where, 
like they end up casting like some butch chick and I'm like I was never that so I'm like just tough enough that I'm tougher than the other girls that look like sorority girls but I'm not right. as tough as like large Marge the bar owner so I live in this like weird space of like too tough for my blonde hair but not tough enough to cut a, a B what is Okay, hey there. Okay. Eliza, <laughs> Eliza is here. A quick break, and then we'll tell you all about how you can get up close and personal with her with a big event Wednesday night at the Grove, and then you're doing two shows at the Ace Hotel on Thursday night. We'll give you all the details and talk more with Eliza right after this on K Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K Rock. Do yourself a favor if you're sitting around one night and you're looking for something on Netflix that's hilarious. Eliza's latest special is called Elder Millennial. It's great. You were in to promote that, as a matter of fact, over the summer, Eliza. It was. It feels like just yesterday. And you can see her in theaters right now in the new Mark Wahlberg uh, movie with Rose Byrne called Instant Family as well. All right, let's talk about this week because you're doing two cool events. One is going to be tomorrow night a, a conversation with you and your friend Rebecca at The Grove. What's this all about? Uh, Rebecca Searle is, she created Famous in Love. It was a show on Freeform. It had Bella Thorne and the kids loved it. And she is a writer, young adult novels, and she has a book out called The Dinner List. And my book, Girl Logic, is now in its second life on paperback. It right. made it to paperback. So we... You know, we're friends and we decided to get together and do a discussion about our books, process things like that. So it's a, a live event. You can come see us at the Grove. We asked if we could bring alcohol. They said no. <laughs> so we have candy. Uh, and that is tomorrow at 7? So it's at the Grove. Is that weird it's for a seven, you? Yeah. It's at 7. You're friends with somebody and you talk to them all the time anyway. And then you're going to go up on stage and have a fake public conversation I mean essentially it is weird but I did read her book and I mm -hmm. do have questions okay and okay. I think it's kind of fun to get to artist to artist talk versus just like what we normally do is just crap on people we don't like <laughs> right can't do that publicly so <laughs> and I think I think people enjoy it. it's also nice to show like look two women that do something similar are friends and it's genuine yeah <laughs> I don't wish ill on her and it is a wristband event by the way so you can uh, you can uh, go to Barnes and Noble starting at 10 o'clock tomorrow mm -hmm. if you want to get the wristband for the event that is going to be 7 o'clock tomorrow night and then uh you'll be at the theater at the ace hotel with two shows this week on thursday night friday's already sold out Friday's but the, sold you do out. Yeah. yeah but you do have thursday night available 8 p.m go to eliza.com or axs.com have you played it before tickets. i've not played the ace it's so beautiful it is i saw the kids in the hall there uh, a couple years ago so that yeah. was cool and that's a great hotel I was so excited to do the it was so excited to sell out the first one and then so we added the second one mm -hmm. and I think there's only like 300 tickets left so that's my way of like bragging but also being like get <laughs> on it brag yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. LA area come from Downey whatever you gotta do like get in there buy the tickets <laughs> and then on Saturday night um, I'm off to Australia for a tour for like 10 days and, and I just got back from the UK from a tour. So if you have any good under eye patch suggestions, ladies, tweet them or drop them at my office. Wow. Yeah. Eliza, are there any comedians that you go out to see at night? No. I, I would imagine that would be the answer for all comedians. The answer is I'm not going out to see them. There are comics that if I'm in the room, like if I'm at the comedy store and they're up after me, I'll stay and watch a little. Typically, I, I do my spot, I go home because mm -hmm. that's just how I am. But you never pay, like if Jerry Seinfeld were coming to town, you wouldn't pay to go see him or get on a no, list I, to go see him just because he's Jerry Seinfeld. You know, my manager gave me for my birthday tickets to see Paula Poundstone because mm -hmm. she was one of the original ones yeah, for right. me. If I were, I would probably never pay as much as just get the tickets, kind of like you suggested. Um, but... You know, if Jerry Seinfeld popped into the main room at the comedy store, I would definitely stay for that. <laughs> I've stayed to watch Kevin Hart. Obviously, Dave Chappelle comes in a lot, so I've seen him. Um, I'm a big fan of Sebastian. 
Uh, he's, uh, I think, super funny. And so, you know, it's some of your friends you watch, some people that you guys don't know, you know. So it's it's that. I'm a, I'm really afraid of, of accidentally stealing. I think oh, some I comics imagine. do it. Deliver. I can imagine that. You know, and I also like to stay head down in my own lane. And it doesn't matter what other people are doing. I want my thoughts to be genuine. And if there's crossover, at least I can die clean <laughs> knowing right. that I didn't steal a joke. So, so <laughs> Yeah. So, that has to be the that has to be. I mean, that can kill a comic's reputation faster than anything if you knowingly left a joke. Right? I think people accuse people of that all the time, and it doesn't actually matter. No one's career that's famous has actually ended from stealing. I think we all know people that get accused of that. But I think when you're really good friends with someone, you know, you start to talk alike. Like me, my friend Jody is also a comic, and I've definitely been on stage and I've said like something, like just a small show. And like I just all the blood drains from my face, and I've walked off stage and been like, I said your thing about dogs. I said your line. I'm sorry. And you, you know, it's okay. Like it, it's a mistake that happens with close friends, especially when I you're can talking imagine, a yeah. lot. But no, there's no. I'm not being sued by her yet. <laughs> so. What are you gonna do when you're not working in Australia? Have you mapped it out? Because that's a place that everyone I know is dying to go because there's so many cool things to see and do. When I'm not working, I will be on a plane getting to the next place where I have to work. Ah, okay. I've got some friends there. And I've already lined it up. I'm like, I want to eat all the Southeast Asian food. I just want to eat and sleep. So, I mean, you see the, what, the Sydney Opera House? Sure. The Outback. I want to see a, a quokka. What are they called? Those little animals? Koala bear? Quokka? No. What if that was the answer and I just couldn't remember? <laughs> no, they're like tinier than koala bears. Oh. Yeah, the quokas, right? Quokka? I, I think don't it's even, I don't know the quokas. It's... Everyone driving right now, take out your phones. I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, have the passenger next to you. There you go. You know, I always, I feel like it's really hard to say you've been to a city unless you, like, eat and drink there. Because if you walk around during the day, it's like, I got coffee in Melbourne, you know? Like, a big part of it is eating and just kind of getting lost. So, I'm there. My friends are Australian. They're going to take me around. Oh, fine. I love being the tourist. Do you do that in every city you go to? Yes. I was just in Scotland, and I... My legs were throbbing at the end of the day because I walked. I did the castle. There's so many castles. Yeah. You know, by, you're in the UK. By day four, you're like, it's enough with the castles. <laughs> we get it. Castles. You guys are weird about that. I saw, I like to go and see everything so I can have context for the people. So you, you do it for your craft, though, or you would do it anyway? I do it because I'm an inquisitive person. I probably would do it anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, nobody wants to hear like, hey, when Queen Mary was given birth at the end of the Stuart dynasty. Like, nobody... <laughs> Museums and you know you want to you want to say that you understand a little bit about the place. Not I went to a Starbucks sure. in Glasgow. Yeah. Sure. You know. <laughs> well, Can I, I you have a hope you have a wonderful, wonderful time. The event on Wednesday night is at the Barnes and Noble at the Grove again. Wristband starting at 10 a.m. to see that with your good friend Rebecca Searle talking about each other's books and lives. And then uh, still some tickets available for the Ace Hotel this Thursday night. Uh, Eliza.com, AXS.com. Yes, there you go. I just want to. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Yes. About the quokas. That you do not go to Rottnest Island. That's where they live. That's where they live. Don't go there. You will um, be slapped with a $300 fine if you try to touch them. No, I can oh. afford it. I'm touching them. All right. All right. <laughs> Good. Get ready. Before you go, Eliza, we have yes. 60 seconds with Eliza. Kevin is going to rapid fire questions at you. You have just answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do what it. What is your least favorite Christmas song? Oh, oh. Silver bells. <laughs> it's creepy. Dog kisses on the mouth, yes or hell yes? Dog kisses deep in the mouth, <laughs> right on the gums, hell yes. We have a lot of people who say no and are, are really upset yeah, about Yeah, I get mad at them. The deep, question. deep tongue. Uh, what's the funniest movie of all time? Oh, okay, I'll say Caddyshack, so boys like me. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have a secret talent? Um, I can sing in a hamster voice in a perfect register. 
Rolling in the deep. <laughs> what advice would you give your teenage self? Oh, don't eat that. <laughs> when a jury summons, when a jury duty summons comes to your house, what do you do? I absolutely sign up. It is your civic duty to pay taxes and be part of a jury. It is the price you pay for living in a great country. Queen has a boner. I right? love this woman. <laughs> you must go. How early is too early to start decorating for Christmas? Are you before or after Thanksgiving person? You got to go after Thanksgiving. Because oh, you got to give Thanksgiving it. its due. Did I get all of them right? <laughs> you, I mean, there's no, there's no right a, or wrong. It was a perfect score, Eliza. Thanksgiving well at midnight. <laughs> but beyond that, it's, it's harvest season. You can't get into it. So sure. Before that. Bye, Eliza. Bye, Blanche. We Thank love you. Thank you so much, you guys. <laughs> Thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Ordinarily, I would uh, chit-chat here, but it sounds like we got to get right to Allie's What's Happening. Allie, would this qualify as breaking news? I believe it could be, yeah. And now, breaking news bulletin. Thank you. Oh, I thought there was going to be a lot. And now, okay. a breaking news bulletin. I just wanted to wait till you talked again. <laughs> All right, got it. So, um, a few hours ago, a guy named Kyle Live Tomita. local late breaking. A guy named Kyle Tomita tagged me. We interrupt this program to bring you breaking news. On Twitter and said. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? This is for what? I've what's... just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. <laughs> And I need all of you uh-huh. to stop what you're doing and listen. Thank okay. you, Anchorman. Um, he said... Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Larry King, and I apologize for bringing you this startling information this evening, but there is some late-breaking news that I thought I should make you aware of. He said you could use this for what's happening. And now, for another fast-breaking news story, we take you to Permit the Frog. <laughs> Oh, this is right. Go ahead, Jensen. Yeah. All right, guys. I have nothing. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm okay. out. It's it's you now. All right. So this guy Kyle said you can um, use this for what's happening. An announcement is expected today at 9 a.m. Pacific, and I'm like, what is this? So I clicked, and it was a tweet from a Coldplay uh, fan site that does news and content history called Coldplay Extra. And they said, according to a legal trademark agreement, the founding members of Los Unidades are Chris Martin, John Buckland, Guy Berryman, and Will Champion. I'm sorry? All the dudes from Coldplay. Why would they trademark the name Los Unidades? I don't know. So I patiently waited, Mm -hmm. and I kept refreshing, and I kept refreshing. Mm -hmm. Well, there is a brand new song that's going to lead off the Global Citizen EP1. It's a new four-track release by a band called Los Unidades. It is called ELO, and it features Pharrell and Jazzy. See if it sounds like anyone you know. My stump, my stump, my stump. Mm-hmm. My lovely little stump. Okay. MPT. I don't think <laughs> I don't it? think that was it. You okay, guys. sorry, this is the clip. Right. You're the head, you're on the spear. You're the nail on the cross. You're the fly in my field. You're the key that no, got along. That's not that one. Maybe it's the next one? Okay. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Here's the real one. Balls, 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 bal
mean, you, you sing about what you know. Right. You, right? Do you, mind, do you mind if I jump in? Oh, because I, I, I actually do have, have, I actually okay, do have okay, reels. Thank yes. you. This is mumble rap and mumbly. I'm all mumbles and then mumble loo. Wow. That's just Beer Mug doing his mumble rap. Unless this Coldplay song is by Witch Rock. <laughs> You're not true. interested? I'm not interested. All right, here's the rules. I'm just a small town girl living in my princess world. When rainy days give me the blues, I break right. out my dancing shoes. All right, we've been we've been clattering around too much. All right, and a lot of people really like Coldplay, right. and it would be do you unfair. Have it, I do. I have Thank the rules. Okay. <laughs> love, love, love you, baby. <laughs> love, love you, love you, baby. <laughs> <sighs> What if there's the biggest Coldplay fan sitting in their car just so okay. angry right Here now? Here it is, then, right, so that you can it, go Kevin. into work. Thank you. <laughs> is that it? Will you allow me to end this nonsense and <laughs> actually deliver the real song? Because it's Thank time you. to take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I like Los Unados. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate all of you so much. <laughs> all right, here's the actual. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to like that against my will. Your hotel room is ready, Miss McKay. <laughs> oh. I kind of dig it, you guys. So that is going to lead off, like I said, the Global Citizen EP1. That's a new four-track release because this weekend is the Mandela 100 Global Citizen Festival. Okay. Um, that Chris Martin, I don't know if you know about this, but in 2015, they announced that he was going to serve as the festival's curator for like the next 20 years or something. So oh. they're like, hey, Chris Martin, here's your festival. Here's what you're going to do. So we have a new band called Los Unidades, which I believe means the unit. So if yeah. you think about it, like remember, oh, that's an absolute unit. Do you remember <laughs> yes. that? Yes. What is that, a famous Mandela quote? <laughs> it's, I believe a meme about a, a big guy and the queen. Mm. Okay. Up, kids. Forgive me for asking a question here because I know you probably gave us all the information uh-huh. you have. But this uh, EP that is coming out, all the songs on it are going to be by Coldplay under this new name? Uh, oh, or? no. Uh, you've got David Guetta. You've got um, oh. Stargate, Stormzy, oh. Uh, oh. Wizkid, Tiwa Savage. So I mean, is this song available today? I mean, you just played it, didn't you? Right. Exclusive. I yeah, it, I think it is. I think it's okay. out today. Oh, That's my understanding. Not exclusive. Everyone has. But it. all the ones before it definitely Kevin and Bean exclusive. Those are exclusives. God, you're the worst. And Bean. What? Let's what? just put this to rest. Right? Let me do it. Love to love to love you. So there you have it, you guys. That's new good band. news. New, yeah. ba- new band, which is just Coldplay. I am hearing, and this is on the same topic, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not deviating. I am hearing fantastic things about the Head Full of Dreams Coldplay documentary available now on Amazon Prime. Is it because you're in it? No. People are really, okay. really digging it. And mm-hmm. In fact, our producer Dave was just in saying it's so 
crazy to see them as they look like kids. Yeah. And they get this band together. He's and got there's, braces in he it. Does, Chris yeah. Martin has braces. Their struggles. I thought he was looking hot. Their struggles yeah. trying to trying to make it. You know, like any other band. They happen to be one of the biggest bands in the world now. But at one time, they were just like every other struggling band out there just trying to get a gig. It's Apparently, it's great. Although, at one time, Chris Martin did say, uh, four, about four years from now, we're going to be the biggest band in the world. And about four years from then, they were. Yeah. Which was bizarre. That's impressive. Yeah. Like psychic. Right. Right. I think that was the point. Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. So uh, get that now. Coldplay's uh, new song under the name Los Unidades. You guys, we've got some uh, new December SNL hosts that have been named. Oh, by the way, Bean, you know what this weekend is, right? Um, for SNL? Yeah. What is this weekend for SNL? It's Claire Foy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The queen, yes. The queen. Kevin, you going to watch that? No. Hope she does some queen ridiculous. crap. She's the girl in the dragon tattoo also, though, Kevin. Oh, she certainly is. Oh, I do love her now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and she's Neil okay. Armstrong's wife and first man. Oh, okay. All right. Came right around. You wow. see that? All right. Impressive. I like it. Well, she's going to be on musical guest Anderson Puck, who <gasps> I love so much, you yeah, guys. Yeah, that's strong. Yeah. December 8th. Jason Momoa making his SNL debut, joined by some guys that played in our kitchen, Mumford and Sons, who I believe that's their third, maybe fourth time, third or fourth, yeah, to be on SNL. So that's the following weekend. Then December 15th, Matt Damon, if they have time for him, right? Sure. Right. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> Matt Damon and uh, musical guest, I believe, will interest one Bean Baxter. Mark Ronson with Miley Cyrus. Oh, yes. They have a new song together getting ready to come out. I'm very excited. Is the whole album going to be by Ronson? Is that what the thing is? Don't know. Don't know I think it's Ronson's album. Oh, it's Ronson's album. Oh, it is. It's his album. So he has to do two songs, right? You would think, yeah. Yeah. (gasps) wonder who the other one will be. Oh, I hope it's Bruno Mars and they do Uptown Funk. No, that would seem a little dated. Okay. Unless it's a wedding. (laughs) If they have a wedding at the end of the show, it would be good. (laughs) I just wanted to hear Bean's disdain. He does hate that song. It's, I mean, it's pop. It seems like Bean would like it. Mm-mm. He's never had a, a yeah, single bone in his body that's creative. I'd like to have his derivative. creative bone in my body. You know what okay. I'm saying? Right. What? Stay on target? <laughs> Birthdays <laughs> for you. Chantal Copley, Bill Nye, Julia White, and Michael Vartan, and that's what's happening. Thank you, Allie. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. on K-Rock. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. We've got Jensen Founded on YouTube. Uh, I don't know if you know, but William Shatner has a Christmas album. Yes. We yeah, he does. Introduce you to that. Comedian Jeff Ross will join us. And we've got your tickets for the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas as well tomorrow. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.